0: All right. Good morning, everybody. Mike Courtney here, Mass Mutual Eastern Pennsylvania, coming to you from a chilly Wednesday morning, middle of January. Happy 2022. It's probably the last time I should say that, as we're fully into the year. I'm joined by Steve Parisi
1: from IBC Global. Steve, how's everything going for you this week? Thumbs up, my friend. Mile a minute, even in the cold. But it's it's been fun. How about you? Yeah, man.
0: Same here. Good. Cool. Well, nice. Um, we want to talk a little bit today. Uh, we've had, we've touched on a couple of times and then had, you know, more of kind of a deep dive about the, all the changes with regards to life insurance product due to section 7702. Um, you know, we went through, uh, you know, fairly deep dive the last time we talked about, how some of these changes were working and what it meant to certain carriers and, you know, what the landscape looked like. And we tried to break everything down and um, maybe oversimplify. Um, You know, what I wanted to hear from Steve today was in light of all these changes, are you seeing anything on a carrier by carrier basis where you think someone might, um, you know, have some kind of advantage or is there an area that you're seeing as a niche where, Um, We could have a lot of success this year where, you know, these changes are really beneficial. We did kind of talk summary overview about, I really feel like the changes are a little more subtle than, um, than some of the, you know, some of these carriers are coming out like, hey, here's our new product and, you know, let's let's get cranking. I mean, they're, they're trying to generate excitement about the product. I mean, it's it's what you do. You know, yeah. I mean, we're, we 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 are in sales. Um, I do think the changes are a little more subtle than advertised. What have you seen and what's excited you as you've had, you know, weeks and months now to dig into illustrations wow. and product design? Yeah, definitely
1: Um, so I mean the changes like we we don't have to get into the guarantees I know we talked about that last time Really the biggest um, Pain point for consumers and this will lead into your to answering your question as well The biggest pain point is typically the upfront cash value When you look at the long-term cash value old product new product they're similar at the end of the day. Like when you look at the non-guaranteed values and we can argue hey the old one is a little bit stronger the new one's a bit stronger depending on what company and product you look at. Um, But the upfront cash value with most companies and products has been decreased and that's based on the the reasoning that most companies with most products have increased their PUA fees. When you look at insurance carriers and you may know this better than, than me is when you've got a guaranteed rate of three percent or greater, a PUA fee um, or the current PUA fees that companies had, it it put it put strain just on their their balance sheet or in their general account. And there's a reason I mentioned that three percent guarantee. For example, if you look at, I'll start with Guardian's old product with a four percent guaranteed rate. Their PUA rider was at an industry low. At 5%. That's a low PUA fee. The fee uh,
0: on the PUA. premium paid into the PUA rider. Right? Correct.
1: Correct. And, and it's never a net fee. Like if you pay 100 grand into PUAs, you're not going to see five, five grand, grand come, come off, off the, the top. top. Yeah. And we've got studies on that. But what they did with their new products, the guaranteed rate dropped to 3%. This is specific to Guardian. And their PUA fee increased from 5 to 10% on the new product. So you see a significant difference, and we're going to pull up examples in this pod podcast. Um, a significant difference with the upfront cash value; it's about five percent less compared to what it used to be. The break-even uh, you could typically get right around year four, between three and four, when you max funded a policy. Now it's almost a clean year five because of that higher PUA fee. And long-term, there's not much difference at all when you look at it Um, as far as what will actually happen. That's just what's illustrated. But the point is the increased PUA fee has hurt the upfront cash value. And a lot of people who we work with that don't even plan to access the cash value in the early years don't like that because they're like it's my money. I want to see it there. I've got it liquid right now somewhere else. Like I don't want to take the hit. I'm not comfortable with it. So I'm not going to trade. You know what's
0: interesting about that? Um, My whole life policies. um, I have whole life policies uh, on my whole family. Yeah. And when I bought them, um, my mindset was a little bit more traditional and long term than a lot of the folks that we're talking to today. But I did have an eye towards cash accumulation. And I was thinking more about supplemental retirement income than I was thinking about upfront cash. But I will tell you, as time went on, and I realized that I was accumulating as much cash value as I was, I kind of mentally it was like set it and forget it. And I had automatic premiums coming out and I wasn't really looking at anything. And over the years, when I realized that that money is safe, it's protected, it grows tax-free, it's like a cash equivalent. I can get my hands on it like that. When I realized that that was my emergency fund, the thought of it as a savings account and as my cash became a lot more real in my mind and made the whole thing a lot more attractive to me for a variety of reasons. I thought like, this is my emergency fund. Don't have to worry really about having a savings account with you know whatever twenty thousand dollars in it or twenty five thousand dollars in it or yeah. six months of expenses when I've got it sitting here maybe I can be a little more aggressive with my other investments. There was a variety of things that happened for me mentally that were were all positive. That were great. Gotcha. No,
1: thanks for so even though I
0: wasn't looking to use it right away, it was important to me to see
1: that that early growth. Having it there. Yeah. yeah, you know what's interesting that we can get into the, the um, Answering your question the main point looking at the different examples side by side um, When I talk to, to people but Higher net worth individuals what I have noticed a common theme Is they want to see that cash value up front and they don't plan on using it at all They don't need it. They don't want it. But what I hear is I'm not going to wait several years to get my money back because how I've built my net worth is through opportunity cost having cash liquid to me I want it there and it's what the consumer wants so from a sales perspective I can try and fight with them and sell them on the long-term option or give them what they want and I'll show both side by side this way they see it um, and it's an apples to apples comparison but, but never, you're not trying to talk them into no. either scenario really. Correct just transparency in both like they would get it if they could see it on Amazon right and nobody's pushing them in one direction but then this way or or, I'm sorry what I've noticed is a lot of people value the upfront cash when they don't even use it or they don't even have an intent an intention to use it it's just having it there if they need it want it for anything I've noticed that trend and when you look at corporations they do the exact same thing like it's a trend among the people with a ton of cash Mm -hmm. so that Guardian
0: yeah. Let's, you know, Look back <laughs> not to pigeonhole not to pigeonhole numbers, but let's say that, you know, your traditional design with Guardian last year, you saw a break even on cash in year three to four. Between three and four. Yep. And now you're looking at definitely more like year five. Year five. Even that one year push,
1: is that causing a, a rub with your with your um not if now. someone's good. It's a really good question if someone's brand new to this or starting to look at a policy now no if I was, I set my expectations to get <laughs> the old product and I saw that cash value up front And now I look at it. Oh, it's not what it used to be That is where someone will look at it. So it could be a temporary situation. Where we're just dealing with right now um, but comparing the old to the new hey it's breaking even a little bit longer is there a way I can get more cash up front? That's a big question that comes up without sacrificing long-term performance. And that last piece without sacrificing long-term performance is big because to get more cash up front you could use a higher early cash value type product like Mass Mutual has which has strong long-term results as well but it lags compared to many of their other products long-term that is. So What's interesting about Mass their old PUA fees were 7.5% Aler, 8% Lisser with their old legacy products. And with the majority of products they've increased both Aler and Lister to 10% it's a gross fee as well with the exception of their 15 pay and 10 pay product which has not changed their PUA fees are the same lower guaranteed rates 2 and 2.5% but it doesn't really matter when you look at the, the current dividend rate what Mass has always done. My point is those two products function almost identical to what products did pre 7702 So for someone that wants to see the upfront cash value and you've got limited pay products or the 15 and 10 pay products you've got strong long-term IRRs that's where someone will look at it and says hey I'm interested in that let's look at it more. And Then you start to go through the pros and cons. Hey, Guardian has a lot of PUA flexibility Mass is great if you want a one-time per year payment adjustment um, Without medical underwriting I know we were talking about that before But just going through all the info and then they see it and say, okay, thank you for that I'll take option C or whatever option it might be I would think that
0: the in, in my mind Knowing what I know about these products. Yeah. I would think that mass is 10 pay and 15 pay are harder to design effectively with the available riders yeah. because they're already desi- they're already um, so close to the mech limits in the way the policy is structured is that am i
1: off no you're you're on you do have to use term riders in order to to maximize the limit so actually I can pull up a, a screen share okay. here yeah. because i
0: remember previously Tempe, I always felt like anything we would do, it was very sensitive to mech. Correct. so it was tough to get a scenario where we were minimizing death benefit and overfunding with any kind of rider.
1: Um, mm-hmm. it, you can easily do it if you're you're using RTR, Lister, whatever it might be, but you you have to have term because if you just go. Base, just baseline base premium 10k base premium you're gonna have a $10,500 mech limit <laughs> with a 10 pay product. Yeah So with mass what I'll add first where people are often attracted to mass mutual what I'll often state is if the product's designed properly Which means if we're using a combination of ailer and Lisser From the consumer standpoint, you can easily make payment adjustments one time per year. So, what that means is let's say year one, let's say you're paying $100,000 per year. Could be 10K, doesn't matter with a dollar figure. Year one, you pay in 100K. Let's assume years or year two, just to make this simple, you pay in 50K. Life happened, you had to decrease the payment a little bit. Six months into year two, you say, you know what? I didn't max out my policy. Can I throw Another 50K in there and fund up to the MEC limit? And the answer is typically not without some type of medical underwriting. And you could argue if I attach planned Ailer to it, I could do it, but that rider is a bit complex in my opinion. Yeah, typically, in order to design a policy for maximum cash value, if I want to throw money in at a random time, Mass Mutual will often require medical underwriting. People don't want to do that. So what I would have to do, or what I could do, is wait until my premium anniversary date. If I started a policy in January, that'd be my anniversary date, and increase the payment back up to 100k without any medical underwriting. I could even pay in 150 to make up for lost time—the 50k I didn't pay in the prior year. We've had a lot of clients do that um, a number of occasions. But from the consumer perspective, if I am comfortable and disciplined with 1 time per year payment adjustments Mass Mutual work well not frus- frustrating and I can do a lot of damage in a good way with them. Questions at all on that? Nope. Gotcha. So then Guardian on, on the other hand their strength is as follows from a maximum cash value standpoint. If I've got the policy with the same 100k max I can commit to a minimum premium only that and the term rider I'm just going to round here call it it's going to be between 10 and 11 k and then at leisure I can just throw money into PUA's through my online portal Anytime Anytime yeah so extremely flexible. Now there's one other thing I've got to add there's sweet spot with that type of design like if I'm going to just shove that thing with cash 10x thing the base premium is if I'm funding it, call it for ten years or less. After that, I pay a reduced amount. Maybe in this case, maybe it's thirty to forty k per year, but I won't be able to keep paying in the hundred k without underwriting. And I can go into detail that on that. We've also got other content, but my point is, if someone says, "Hey, I like the idea of say I'm going to pay hundred k per year for five years, ten years, and then stop or cool off." Guardian works well and gives you that flexibility. Mass works beautifully if I'm comfortable with the one time per year payment adjustment and with what you can do with their design. If I want to do something like 100K for 30 years, could even do 50 years, you can do that just with using the right riders and designing it appropriately. So I can and fund it And you're seeing a little bit better
0: performance both short-term and long-term with that mass 10-pay and 15-pay because of the ALIR and lesser fees.
1: Lower PUA fees. That's exactly it. Little, little bit, yeah. Yeah. So So
0: let's do this. So let me say something, and then you can tell me, Yeah. let's see if these numbers back it up. I mean, I think (laughs) that that sounds to me as, you know, if I buy a mass 10-pay or 15-pay, and funded appropriately i'm going to see slightly better both short-term and long-term uh, cash value before internal rate of return on all my cash value mm-hmm. i'm not going to have as much flexibility with regards to how and when i'm making that premium payment um, which is important i mean yeah. you know the, the life you know you're not talking about a A three-year funding plan, you're talking about something, um, you know, calling in this scenario over the next 10 years. And, you know, if if you're writing checks that are, you know, these aren't $500 checks that um, we're proposing, you know, there's going to be a year where you're going to want some flexibility. Yeah. Um, Either way, whether it's more (laughs) or less. So I do think that is important.
1: Yeah, options is the big thing. Show show people the options. Where consumers have gotten upset is when they're only showed one option and they find out about something else where they say, I would have been interested in that. How come it was never brought up? That situation right there is what I do not want. It's not fun at all. Um, (laughs) So that's why we show the options. So here we've got first the old Guardian product. 150k per year going in. First year cash value. 131 and change. Break even, right, at 150 per year. Just based on an actual case study. Just the basic dividend right here 600K in. There's my break even when I'm cash on cash. Very important to her. Didn't necessarily need the cash value up front, but she liked to see it there. And this is someone that did not do a ton of research like a lot of people we work with like digging through all of our YouTube content this is a referral from someone else real estate investor. Cash value continues to accumulate but this was the old product which he had originally seen because we were looking at it in 2021 prior to the change. So let's compare that directly to the new product. So as we look at the new Guardian product lesser death benefit I want to point that out first. The reason why is with the updated change we've got a guaranteed rate at 3% so I need less life insurance to attain a similar MEC limit. And she outright stated hey the death benefit's not important to me right now that's more than I need long-term it will but right now I'm good. (laughs) She's focused on the cash value. Right. So if this is you, Putting in 150 grand, what are you going to notice and feel the most when this is what you saw before?
0: Just that 125,000 versus 131,000 right away.
1: And even though, as I'm saying it out
0: loud, I can't get behind the notion that that is material. Yeah, I know. Literally or emotionally, you know, but it is.
1: It, yeah, I am with and you. And especially
0: 100%. if this was something you just looked at a month ago and now the product changed, it it would feel from a consumer perspective like you're you're losing money.
1: Correct. And think of it this way too, if a competitor comes up against you that says whole life insurance stink, stay, stay away from it. They're going to point to that and say, "You're taking a $25,000 hit. Like, why would you do that?" Yeah. So just part of our, our process too especially if I'm working with someone technical um, or maybe it's an attorney I'm going to point out the, the negative points not to beat up the product that I'm selling but more or less to build that awareness. Uh, um, it just provides transparency. People have appreciated over the years i found. Um, but to get back on track there's the point and let me actually just validate this quick too. So here's the actual illustration. Receive the top health class. Where's the money going? There's your base premium, oddball number. <laughs> Where we came up with that number is Guardian as a company. When a term writer is attached, will allow you to 10x the base premium in annual PUA payments. And this can be unscheduled. I just got it scheduled here. But there's that ratio. We just took 150k and divided it by 11 we got a term writer attached there's the cost for it but anyway that just goes through the the breakdown of the design and all these values match match the excel spreadsheet so side by side looking at this year 2 old product 283 new one 272 it's about 11k hit break even on the new one year 5 by about year 12 all things are equal just about on the cash value not the death benefit Let me make sure I reiterate that so that's what she was looking at and her point of concern and I've heard this from a number of people was the upfront cash value Well then if you
0: keep going past year 12 it it
1: goes the other way it does based on the present dividend rate as well Um, new products when you have a lower guaranteed rate they are a bit more dividend sensitive so as dividends adjust up and down um, particularly down you will see that cash value impacted a little bit more which not everyone digs into but that's where and I know we've, we've talked about like actual performance compared to illustrated um, that's where you could see it vary a little bit but to your point the new products are designed to grant long, greater long-term potential like that was a push just with the insurance carriers when they they did this. Any questions on the Guardian side-by-side? All right. So and we looked at comparisons that she wanted to see. And what I did here to show the 15 pay and the 10 pay. What she said like originally she liked the idea of funding it for 10 years and then just as we talked she goes you know I might want to go up to 15 years. I don't know if I actually fund it that long, and I want to retire early. But hey, yeah, I could see myself doing that. Is a good option. Fifteen-pay product with mass, like what we touched on in the whiteboard dem- demonstration. You can ad- you can design it where you can adjust payments one time per year without any underwriting and fund right up to the mech limit. We add lister is what we do. But first year, one twenty nine. How does that look compared to what she was used to? Much closer. Two two grand. Right. So now it's like, okay, not much of a difference there.
0: That's right there.
1: Yeah. I really can't get behind that being a material difference. Yeah. And it's not. So just without getting into detail, that's the option she's leaning toward right now. That 15 pay. Oopsie daisy. Breaking even here, almost year four, between four and five. Right. Right and then as we look at it long term Mass will illustrate greater values due to the higher dividend interest rate Um, and just how these products are structured. I always state that I've seen these guys go back and forth over the long haul that is. But there is a crossover point and you have the ability to adjust payments one time per year without underwriting and fund for a maximum of 15 years. If you want to go longer than 15 years we pivot to a different product. (laughs) Questions at all on this guy. You're not getting into at all the loan rates. Correct not not yet. Typically um, what people are focused on first is how do I maximize the cash Cash value value and flexibility and then when we narrow down options then we'll model Actual loans go through the loan rates as well to provide more info Um, But in this model this these models is just looking at the cash value short-term and long-term as we compare it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. okay (coughs) We we can definitely chime in on that though or you can add that 10 pay product. So this we designed a little bit differently just to maximize it as much as we could This guy uses a different term rider You've got the illustrations I'm just gonna for the sake of time stay focused on the Excel sheet. Look at this in the first year. Specifically compared to what she was used to. Actually got more. So what do we notice when you look at the first year with the old product compared to the the new TenPay? Get more. 3300 bucks more? Yeah, meaning we're not taking the huge hit. That was the point of pain. Way less death benefit that yeah. she doesn't care about. Correct.
0: And she doesn't care if it's that. Like even looking at the new Guardian product, you're still at $5 million death benefit effectively. And now with Mass, we're talking about going down to 2.8 or 2. I mean, that's a big
1: difference. It is. And that is a I point. I would,
0: even if I'm not focused on death benefit, that would sway me to think I'll give up a little bit of performance if we're talking about another
1: $2.5
0: million of death benefit. So
1: that was a point, like in this pod here, I'm not talking about the death benefit at all, but that is something I pointed out immediately. said from a cash value perspective, year four, like you're neck and neck when you look at what you're used to compared to this. On the cash value, when we look at the death benefit, you're less than half at that point in time. Right. So that's really where the big difference is there when we look at the old and new products and in this case particularly the mass 10 pay. So there is a difference there in the death benefit but again she looked at that she's single right now She says I'm I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yep. Yeah and then right through year 10 here's a drawback to the 10 pay. So the advantage is it gives me what I was used to before I like that that gives me the feel-good scenario with the upfront cash value. Long-term it's strong as well, right? When I just compare mass to mass there's a difference, right? So it's about 80 grand there by year 20. So this product does produce strong long-term performance. It's got a lot of potential. I like it. Um, What you give up with it with this design that just optimizes everything you do limit the flexibility. So unlike the whiteboard demo we went through this guy difficult to bounce up and down each year like you can with the 15 pay without any underwriting very easy to go down so you can pay 150 then say hey I want to go down to 100 then I want to go down to 50 if you want to increase it again though that's where underwriting come into play It's it's not as easy as what you would get with the 15 pay or especially the Guardian products. Right. Just building that awareness, right? That's the main thing. Um, And if there's any chance that you want to pay beyond year 10 that's why I also might look at another option. Like you could just stop here and then start a new policy. We kind of talked about this before where some people don't like that is they don't want to have to start a new policy and go through the early years again. They'd rather keep feeding the beast. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. But just looking at at the her, end of the
0: day, a lot of this comes down to, um, you know, kind of how you've, you've always operated, which yeah. is uh, understand as, as an advisor and as the agent understand the available options really inside and out yeah, and <clears throat> present, you know, all available scenarios that, that fit the parameters of the case that would be something that uh, the client might find attractive and, Answer questions and let them let the
1: client make it make an educated
0: decision that they can they can live with and stick with.
1: Yeah. That that's exactly it. And and we don't go this deep with everyone either. <laughs> like some, some people want the details. A lot of people we work with do. Um, that's why we keep putting the content out <laughs> that provides the details. But some some people have outright expressed to me like, hey, 60 seconds or less just tell me the right option that is the best one and let's move forward and that's fine Then we'll condense it and simplify But to get a, a true understanding like I see it a lot with whole life whole life insurance People have gravitated toward this. So we keep we continue to do it um, And I like it. So maybe I'm just convincing myself. Of that. of No,
0: this is your thing. Yeah. Yeah <laughs> uh, Well, if anybody out there wants to take a deeper dive on um, you know not just Mass Mutual and Guardian, but but industry wide, uh, where this business is headed, and how you can really maximize a whole life plan, uh, I can vouch for the fact that these guys are you know Steve and his team are some of the best in the business and some of the best that I've worked with. So reach out to IBC Global, reach out to Steve Parisi, whether you're an agent or um, a consumer. Who wants to look at whole life for a variety of different reasons as a part of your portfolio and a part of your insurance protection uh, can be a fantastic vehicle. And these guys clearly are the best of the best. Uh, if you want to talk Mass Mutual specific life DI, long term care, fixed annuities, my name is Mike Courtney. I'm brokerage director in Mass Mutual Eastern Pennsylvania, and we're here to help. I work with financial advisors and brokers. All day long, every day, to find good solutions for their clients. Yeah. So next time we can dig into this a little deeper. Maybe talk about the loan rates and how that how these how this cash value looks when um, you do access funds. But
1: uh, for now, Steve, let's get back to work and keep cranking away. Sounds good, my friend. Thank you for your time; much appreciated. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Steve. All right, thanks,
0: Mike.